0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Girls Club podcast. I have Mickey Jackson here.
1: I waved because, you know, <laughs> what else do I do?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, what's up? It's awesome that you're here. We're neighbors. This is my first neighbor I've ever talked to. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you've been, we've talked about this. You've been friends with neighbors before.
1: Yeah, it's really, really weird. And it's always not on purpose. Yeah. Um, I actually remember the first, like, actual, no, I can't say this is the first, but like the most um, deliberate, like, attempt at friendship that I got from a neighbor in LA. I was Mm -hmm. moving into my first solo apartment, and I see this man in the window. Oh. And I'm pulling stuff out of my car. Then I see him notice me, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, he's on the phone really right. loud. I'm like, oh, no, he saw me. And so I'm, like, trying to hurry, get to the building. And um, I look, and he's no longer in the window. I'm like, oh, no, he's coming. <laughs> and I'm rushing. And then he pops the door open and says, hey, neighbor, you moving in? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. And like, he's like,
0: I'm Dexter. Of course his name is Dexter. His name was Dexter.
1: <laughs> and he helped me, and he talked. And I was just like, I don't know if I should be scared, but I did I did. I didn't need help. So it was right, kinda you're like, like I kind of needed this, but also like it'll go away. Yeah, but he was just really, really nice. Um, and he knew everybody we walked by, so I'm like, okay, he's just friendly. Yeah. So I'm like, he knows Ken. I remember Ken because Ken had a walker, but he was using the stairs. It was very odd. Yeah. <laughs> um, that yeah. building was odd. But yeah, I don't know. It turns out I knew of his daughter because um, his daughter was a singer. Gotcha. And I was just like, oh, I know that is he's like yeah that's my daughter and I'm, like, oh. I'm like oh okay <laughs> she seems like she's gonna be famous one day so you know
0: you're like i guess i might be friends with you now
1: <laughs> but yeah no dexter dexter was a um,
0: character
1: he was a nice man that's funny
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know i just i had a I just don't want to know most of my neighbors because what if something goes on and then you have to like see each other in the hallway? I don't, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I just don't want. I just, I gotta separate. Where, gotta separate it a little bit.
1: Yeah, no. Like I always attempt, like I always attempt that, but it just sometimes in that building it was especially hard. I don't know why, but everybody was extra friendly. Like I met a slew of people that week, and then even the time that I lived there. Man, I, I feel like we all at least had some awareness of each other. Like you knew when someone didn't live there. Right. And there was, yeah, there was a good amount of us. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I was at the pool here and this guy, I don't know if I told you this. It was, I, I don't know. I asked some guy a question and he was like, are you a comic? I was like, Oh God, I, this is, I don't want this. I don't want what's going to happen. <sighs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, you saw me bomb at f- the flashback mic. And I was like, don't remember you, but thanks for letting me know that you bombed in front of me. And I literally said that to him. And he just was like, uh, uh, I was like, I, I don't remember you. Like, <laughs>
1: No, I don't remember when people bomb because I feel like everyone at one point is going to have do something that's just completely not funny. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's the point of the mic. Like, you work out the shit that might not work in front of actual people. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. That's the point. And, like, I just... Unless I talk to you... Like, there's so many people who do comedy. Like, I'm not going to remember who you are. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there's a fellow comic in the building. Yeah. If you, you know, you might run into him.
1: Probably. I feel like you keep running into the same people. It's like, we're the only ones crazy enough to keep doing this. Yeah. Like, I had a really bad show earlier this year, and I was just like, everybody hates me. So, eventually, I just gave up on my set. I'm like, I want to bail here and just talk about how you guys don't like me. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what they seem to like the most. And you were like, like, "Okay, okay, making
0: you laugh, but kind of upsetting.
1: Kind of upsetting. I'm like, okay, fine. But, yeah. That was that. But then... I ended up doing that same show again. Like it was just like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to this venue, and then I get asked, and I'm like, yep, going. Yeah, <laughs> like right. I, it's the it's kind of like it's being just, it's insane. Like, <laughs> insane. It's just like, man, that was really bad. Let me do it again to make sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: so. yeah. Like during the pandemic, like I was doing mics in, like, parking lots and weird... I was like, this is, like, what druggies do. They go to, like, random parking lots with, like... And there were were homeless people there. People on the mic, you know? And I'm like, this is a sickness, you know? But it is a sickness.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's kind of like when you go to the Laugh Factory and you get in that little drawing to, like be um like to do your like what two minutes for the audition mm-hmm. and it's just like the people who get there to be the first 10 in line very very interesting yeah it's very I was just like this is inner I was entertained I'm not <laughs> gonna lie I was just like this is perfect I would just come here to watch every week. I
0: feel like places like the clubs like you should have to send in a tape to even be considered to audition
1: you know what I mean <laughs> it would it would weed out some things yeah um but it was, I, I, I don't know, because I was thoroughly entertained. I'm like, this was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would come back here. This wasn't the best comedy, but it was still fun. Yeah. I was like, this is fun. I'm like, this is an activity. It's like a good date night. So let's say you wanted to show up and act like you were going to be there. Because I showed up at, like I think it starts at 6. I showed up at 5.55 and put my name in the bucket. I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, I can do that every time. You might get up, you might not. You could bring your friend. It's like date. Yeah, yeah. You know.
0: Uh, so let's start. You moved here from Texas. Mm-hmm. When cool. did you? I, did, I moved from Atlanta.
1: Oh, wait. Well, I'm from Texas. Right,
0: okay. I was like, did I just pull that out on
1: my ass? No, you're no, from I Texas. No, I am from Texas. Okay, <laughs> okay. But okay. Um, I moved here from Texas, went to Atlanta. Um, I went to college. Um, it was cool. I mean... I look back now, and I'm just like, I wasted a lot of time there. But I didn't. I did a lot of things. I met a lot of great people. I learned a lot of stuff. Yeah. Just not stuff that kind of related to anything. Like, I was that girl that I like learning. It's mm-hmm. weird. So while I, I was a math major, so while I was taking all my math and engineering courses, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to take philosophical ethics <laughs> and Chinese. And I always did better in all the random classes I took. Right. Just because I was like, this is fun, and I'm interested. Yeah and math is just really hard so it's like even if you're interested it's still still kind of hard
0: that's crazy that you got you got a degree in math what is that what
1: it's called yeah it's just just math that's insane uh math it's a it was a pure mathematics program meaning that it wasn't like an application it was just math
0: that's that sounds like my worst nightmare
1: it was mine too (laughs) um i was what was
0: the plan to do with the degree
1: Well, originally, I was math and mechanical engineering. It was like a dual degree program because I wanted to be an engineer. Mm -hmm. And um, the reason why I kind of moved away from that is I had engineering internships, Mm. which were interesting, but I realized I was like, I don't want to do this kind of work. Right. Um, It was interesting. I would like to supervise this kind of work. Right. (laughs) Um, I would like to know about it. I would like to learn about it, but I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to do it myself. I want to be more on the, like, marketing or PR side, um, the business side of things. So I think, naturally, I was just better at that, too. Yeah. Like, I was okay at math. Like, I was good at logic, but I don't think it was necessarily my natural skill set. My sister told me that for years, and I just didn't listen to her.
0: You're like, no, I can I do I like, I can do
1: this. And I did it. I was smart yeah. enough to do it. And I was always good at, like, math and logic and all that. But, again... Those skills translate more to business and marketing and sales. I'm right, really good at sales for some reason, and I don't
0: know why. I mean, that's good. That's how you make money.
1: It is. It is. Yeah, that's how I make money now. Technically.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you went to college, you no. graduated, and then you were like, uh,
1: I gotta get out of here. Not even get out. Like I just started. Like I started dancing. I wanted to act, but it was just like. I knew how to dance uh, right I was on the dance team in college and I danced a lot of just random things um, so I started auditioning for teams like uh, NFL teams NBA mm. teams and the first go-around for all that didn't work out but then literally like a month later I booked my first professional contract with Drumline Live and went on tour with them. It's like oh, a wow. musical production. And it kind of made sense like why all that worked out. Because let's say I would have made any of those teams. If I booked Drumline, like I wouldn't have been able to, I would have had to quit. Right. And it was just like one was a professional job. Well, they're both professional jobs. I'm not going to actually say that. They're both different types of jobs, though. But one was more in line with where I saw my future. Mm-hmm. So I would have had to quit. And the way it worked out is I did that. And then um, I auditioned for another NFL team uh, after that was over. Mm-hmm. And I made it. And that kind of led to other things as well. Um, what, so an,
0: what NFL team?
1: So I was on the Atlanta Falcons for two seasons. Damn. Yeah. That's hard to get on an NFL yeah, team. Yeah get interesting because I feel like it's something that once you've made it, you take for granted because almost everyone you know is on <laughs> one because right. those are the people you know now. Yeah, um, but no, it is a it is a feat, and for some people, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. So
0: yeah, yeah, I, I danced in high school and I I had some of the the Denver Bronco cheerleaders as teachers in the NBA Nugget cheerleaders as teachers and Mm -hmm. they would teach us like the combos that they were learning to do and i was like this is fucking this is rough this is hard
1: (laughs) yeah i think uh nba i think is a different animal because it's so much more detailed than nfl yeah
0: i feel like nba is more dance
1: yeah it's more dance uh nfl's moving towards that way but even then like those finer movements you cannot see like if you're right. in the 300 level of anything, you can't see. Yeah,
0: it. there's no point of you like having a perfect blah blah. You know, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, you see arms and palms.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, shaking just boobs. Shaking, you know, all that. <laughs> but again, like it's it's gotten harder because I guess now you also have cameras. Right. Before, I feel like the cameras weren't as close. Now the cameras were right there. And right. Like, so you, and have you have to look. So you have to look good still it's gotten harder i feel like as time goes on everything gets harder but i'm just like it's. it it was fun but yeah, I, mean, I did that i did that i came out here i was on um the rams for the first two seasons they were oh, in oh wow and um i still danced. i had my dance agency it's just my life was more flexible so it was mm-hmm. kind of like you do a commercial and then go to practice like right right <laughs> so, right yeah no i did all of that you um, get a bunch
0: of perks too right you get like Teeth whitening, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yoga subscription. Yeah, you get like all these random things, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know because I didn't know going into it. I was just like, I didn't know I was going to get yeah. anything. I thought I was just signing up to you know go to practice appearances and games, and they're like, no, you get um like in Atlanta we had like a bunch of gym memberships. Um, gotcha. Yeah. And uh, what else? We had a dental sponsor. We had a dance studio sponsor what else did we we had a lot of like random things like we had like apparel sponsors and not necessarily like for regular clothes but like um they uh did all gave us up every practice item we would need right um and you know still people had their own stuff But like basically if you didn't want to buy anything for practice you didn't have to yeah. um they made sure of that at the very minimum. Like, you know, we had the color of the day, and they're not going to give you a purple sports bra. But if right. you didn't want to wear the color of the day, you just wore a black one, and they gave you one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so. Damn. That's awesome. So you like you liked all the, that experience? I did. I think I made some of my best friends from it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. And then you get to travel. You get experiences that you would never get to have. The first time I went to Disney World was because I mm-hmm. had an appearance in, in Orlando that... Um, the client, like, you know, they paid for, our, like, our travel and, like, our hotel. And right. And we were just like, well, we are in Orlando. So let's go to Disneyland. <laughs> or Disney World. It's Disney World there. Yeah, yeah. And we, we got the after, like, four o'clock passes because, um, you know, we were working all day. Yeah. And then we would just hurry up, go to our hotel room, change, and... um. Yeah, we go to Disney. Went, get, went to Disney, and we did, like, Disney on crack, so it's just like, because we didn't have much time, and we had a two-day pass, yeah. so we were like, we got to do everything. We did everything yeah. but Epcot, because they were like, that's just food. We got to do everything else first, yeah, and yeah. then if we have time, we'll go to the food. We didn't have time. Yeah. Like it's, the parks are huge, but yet we have pictures in front of, like, everything. Everything.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, you say that you made... Uh, some of your closest friends was there any kind of like i mean it's got this it's competition obviously because mm-hmm. you're on a team and you know all this kind of stuff but was there any kind of unfriendly competition with people on the teams or mm. anything like that or were you like we just we're awesome together
1: i think um i think it's because you're dealing with adult women there's not as much like competition as you would think because you're mm-hmm. all there for your own reasons right um, so you're not necessarily like when you're coming back, like even like when you audition again, cause you audition every year, mm-hmm. you're not necessarily competing against someone you were already on the team with because they know that you could be teammates. Right. Um, if anything, if you're competing, it's with someone who's newer. Right. Um, yeah, like there's not really that. Cause again, we all brought unique things. So that's something that I really appreciated about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like when the new younger version of you came, it's just like,
0: like, okay. okay. <laughs> I
1: was like, she's cute. She <laughs> kind of looks like me. It kind of looks like me. I don't like it. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I think it is remembering. Uh, there is room for both. Um, yeah. And I think that's something that gets lost sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's something that gets lost um, because... There's this idea, especially, like, I think being a black woman in that world, that there can only be one. Right. Um, and then that's, you know, we can see that as of late, especially changing. There can be more than one of us. But I was in an experience once where it was literally me or her. And mm. um, this is for the NBA team I auditioned for. And we were both black and Asian. We both had mm. the sa- well, we didn't have the same haircut. But um, I had a pixie cut. She had a pixie cut. And then all of a sudden she shows up back with a pixie cut because she was trying to, I knew she was trying to grow her hair out. Gotcha. And it was like the whole week because it was a whole like thing. It felt like we were pitted against each other.
0: Yeah. Um, Did Did she kind of feel that way? Were you kind of like both like, I get what we're, what, what they're we, doing to we us knew
1: what was happening we knew it was one or the other yeah um and i knew people who were friends with her and they were like yeah like that was like she felt like she had to really work that year because she had been there for four seasons yeah and i'm just popping up like hey right and i even remember uh one of the judges after i didn't make, cause i didn't make it mm-hmm. um and I'm kind of glad I didn't make it because I feel like that would have been hard for me because people would have known right. if she didn't make it and I did that I that it would have been a replacement thing and I think that would have been bad for me. Like That yeah. just sounds terrible. Yeah, not a good experience. But one of the judges, um, like a week later, she saw me and she pulled me to the side and she said it was bullshit. And she was like, you get two white girls that look the same all the time. Mm-hmm. But the minute you have two black girls that are even remotely similar, you can't take them both. I'm sorry, you took three blondes right. that are all the same height, same build, same everything. Yeah, yeah. But you couldn't it like sisters. Pretty much. <laughs> but you couldn't take two black girls that were similar. Right. And, um, I mean, that was the reality of it for a really long time. And you understood that. But you did it without hating the other person because, again, yeah. it was – It's not the cards your guys' fault. Yeah. And I, it's the cards that you're dealt. But I feel like – Even in that industry, I feel like it's changing. Mm -hmm. Um, You're able to take more than one black girl because somehow, you know, people can tell us apart a little bit (laughs) now.
0: We're different people. people. Crazy. Whoa.
1: Um, And even just with hair, Um, natural hair used to not be as much of a thing on any team. And now you see it all the time. You have girls with locks, froze, curly hair, um, protective styles, and it's just becoming more of a thing. So I'm happy about that. I'm happy that that's changing because that was the part that sometimes was a little frustrating. Right. (laughs) So
0: were you having to like straighten your hair and stuff?
1: I wasn't. So I was able to wear my hair curly. Um, for a little while, or or wear it straight. Um, yeah. But not everyone could mm-hmm. uh, because of the texture, and sometimes, and I won't blame any coach for do that. Do you have
0: like a convers Do they have like a conversation with you about that? Like that's that's insane to me. being like you can
1: keep your hair curly, but you gotta fix yours. It's on an individual basis, right. um, But it's something that you know is talked about, and sometimes what the your coaches are doing. Um, because you're at the mercy of your team, right. essentially in the front office. Mm-hmm. So, um, what they're doing is trying to make sure that you're safe. Like, right. they, you don't want someone at the front office to be like, "Hmm," because you right. know, again, old white men sometimes. Yeah, like, they're trying hmm. to like have you have a job. Yeah, yeah, they want to make sure that you are at your best all the time. So, I, you know, sometimes even if you don't agree, um, they're just trying to. Keep you around, or at least that's the experience I have. I can't speak for every team. I can only speak for the ones that I'm on. Yeah, they were doing the best to make sure you succeeded and you got all the opportunities that were available. Right. So,
0: wow, crazy. Yeah, yeah. The the people that I knew that were, I I knew this one person in particular who was who was on the Nuggets and like their their uniforms were a set size. Like if you were. a larger size like you couldn't be on the team like you had to be a size zero
1: and that's what the uniforms fit and if you couldn't fit it like yeah that's it no it's interesting because when i first started doing this could i fit that yeah can i fit that now no even on when i was on rams I wasn't necessarily like I was still a small person. I look at it, and I'm just like, Yeah. yeah you're still a, a small sandwich. person. <laughs> I'm a tiny person. Yeah. But I even look at it now, I'm just like the way my body has just changed. Cause your body changes as you get older. Yeah. I know I can't fit that first uniform I ever had. Yeah. Like I'm just like, It's where almost was I? kind of like I don't know. It's a little like
0: pedophily because they make it you know what I mean they make it so you have to be like a little girl you know like you can't really have hips you can't really have you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. like now I mean you know when I was 18 I don't fit any of the clothes that I fit in now (laughs) and it's because I have a woman's body you know
1: it's just like it. I mean, it changes again. It, it depends on the flow of your team. I was just right. a abnormally like I think now, my like, I was really small because again, yeah. I'm not anywhere near big now. Right. But I look at it. But I'm you rehearse
0: like, so much. You, know, you, you you're just, working out so much. So much. much yeah. So.
1: but um, yeah. No, it's it's interesting. I like that there are teams though that do appreciate an athletic body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I gotta give like i have to give my props to those like i think falcons and rams did a good job of body inclusivity mm-hmm. um to the best of their abilities because mm-hmm. again coaches only control so much i don't know what's being said but right you know that it was more so being the best shape for your body yeah and i appreciated that being there like you had girls of different like body types everyone's just pretty athletic I think like it's yeah. just like you were an athlete and you looked like it and your body looked the best for how it could look it didn't have to fit like that tiny waist and like the big hips and whatever yeah it was just like that this is how your body looks good so yeah and that's like where the gym memberships come into play like you have a gym membership you could use it uh you yeah have all these random things just use it um yeah so that's what I appreciate about the team's i'm on i again i can't speak for other teams i feel like i've heard some things that make me go cringe i'm like oh no yeah (laughs) because you know if you put a dessert table out and uh are monitoring who eats from it i'm gonna probably get all the dings i'm gonna be like ooh, what's this that's crazy i'm gonna eat this but you know i've never been on a team like that and i'm thankful to say that that's awesome but yeah no no size zeros here i was always (laughs) a good I was a medium yeah <laughs> on my last team yeah rams i i think i had the mediums and i like i've, I've realized lately i'm like i like mediums yeah, yeah. I'm more comfortable <laughs> I'm like, i like the i'm like medium large i'm like You're like I, like, I have i been this. missing yeah. and i don't what? i don't have to suck in every time i sit down Mm-mm. i'm like Mm-mm. like nothing rides up because it has enough Fabric. I'm yeah. like, I'm glad I've upgraded from the small because <laughs> I think in my mind, because I was always a small, I just kept wearing it and it just kept progressively less comfortable. And I was like, I'm gonna that's, get a bigger size. That's
0: where I'm at right now. Like, I just, wanted to, I just bought like a black swimsuit at Target, and I, they're both the, my boobs don't even fit in a small. <laughs> like, I'm not a small on my boobs. Like, I mean that, that's a good thing, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. But like i the bottoms i got a small and i was like yeah this would probably look
1: better if this was a medium mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you put on the medium and said yes
0: yeah you're like oh it's not writing up my ass
1: okay mm-hmm. it feels good no wedgie here yeah <laughs> um yeah, we got to embrace the mediums. I think we need to stop making, like, being a small the idea Because, you know, it's like whenever you're even, a, you're even in, like, a group and everybody's, like, passing out T-shirts, everybody
0: wants the small. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I guess a small, it'll be like a dress on me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, I'm just
1: like, mm. I like... I'll give me a medium all day. I think yeah. I went to um, the Saint Pablo concert, the Kanye concert, and we you know we got the, like the long sleeve shirts. Mm-hmm. And the smallest size I think they had was a medium, and someone was just like, "Yeah, Kanye doesn't believe in smalls." <laughs> and at first I was like, "That's weird," okay, but now I actually that shirt fits great. You're like, like, I was like, "That I get it." I feel it. like he
0: does wear pretty oversized clothing all the time yeah i don't really pay attention to what he wears though, i don't but pay attention to what he wears but it looks like it always has
1: holes i feel yeah <laughs> but i feel like his
0: clothing line it's always like super oversized yeah yeah
1: it, it's it's um it's a look
0: <laughs> yeah so okay so you were living see so you, you moved to la because you got on the rams is that
1: no not? i was already here Gotcha. Um, i moved because I just felt like in order for my career to really grow, I was like, let me go out here and try it. Mm. And it's funny. Because as a dancer? As a dancer. And I wanted to act. Gotcha. Um, but I could dance. Uh, so um, I moved out here. I signed with my first agency like a week later. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, I'm there and I'm auditioning. and I'm going to class every day. And it's funny because I grew exponentially. Yeah. Um, I was a way better dancer than I had ever been in my life in um, that first year I was in L.A. Yeah. And um, I just have to say I realized uh, that if I would have worked this hard in Atlanta, I might not have ever had to move right um but i think i was too comfortable in atlanta and here i had to make something happen because i was broke i knew nobody it was right like all this a people
0: here doing the same thing yeah. yeah like
1: i had no safety net like i did in atlanta like atlanta i was comfortable i didn't have to make, you don't have to make a lot of money living in atlanta right it was cheaper yeah. <laughs> yeah it was significantly cheaper Especially if you were already, like, renting somewhere and you didn't plan on moving, rent doesn't go up that much. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, no, I had to really make something happen with myself. And I grew so much, I think, as a person. And even when I um, started phasing out of dance, like, I'm still Mm -hmm. grateful for that experience because it showed me what doing the work could do. And doing the work is really humbling because you see what you're bad at. That's why people mm-hmm. don't want to do it. It's just like, yeah. when you are rehearsing or going to class or going to open mics, you see what you need to work on. Yeah. And you have you have to choose to work on it. yeah,
0: um, Or not.
1: Or not. Like yeah. If you don't, you you get what you get, but you're only going to get so far with that. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So. What have... You've been doing. So, so, are you still trying to do dance, or no? no. Okay, I was. I was gonna ask <coughs> if you've been like practicing in your apartment or I during have, COVID.
1: I have not. I I moved away from it because I think also when it comes to anything in this industry, you have to want it. Right. You really have to want it. I didn't want that. It was just something I think I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I like dancing for fun. Yeah. I didn't like dancing for a job. Right. Um, when it became work, it made me realize that it wasn't the type of work I wanted to do. And so that led to me having to figure out other stuff. Right. Like I was doing commercials. I was like, okay, let me see about commercial acting. Mm. Um, and then like that moved me into acting. And I liked I liked that type of work. And then how I even started um, stand up was I was in an acting class and the teacher asked me if I did stand-up because it was basically we had to like, like the assignment was to write down um, your dream and Mm -hmm. then you had to recite it to the class. And apparently the way I recited it, she was just like, you seem like you do stand-up. Gotcha. (laughs) um, And I was like, no, but I figured I'll try it. So I was like, I'll take a class. Like, right. I was like, I'm not got to just go into the world and start talking. Just trying, nope. Uh, so I took a class, and it turns out I was kind of okay at it. Yeah. And everybody in that class, it was weird because it's like when you get a class, you get a mixed bag of things, and, right? You know, again, because people trying and trying to learn, not everyone's gonna be good at it. Yeah, some people are just
0: you know a mom and they just want to
1: do, do something for
0: fun, or yeah.
1: And that is perfectly okay like yeah but um everybody in the class just ended up being good at it and mm. then it was like oh, okay well let's you know let's go to some of these auditions and then yeah. we booked a show and then it was just like oh, i gotta work on this so let me go to some open mics and it was like a whole like thing and it led to um us starting a nonprofit, profit stand-ups for a cause um over the pandemic and doing shows with that and just continuing to like still be students but work on things and still audition and still just try to get ourselves out there. And Mm -hmm. that's been fun. I was like, this is the instant gratification that my life has been missing. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) But also on the other side of that, it could not be very gratifying at all. Right. It it could be
0: the most worst thing that's ever happened. Pretty
1: (laughs) much. Like it could be bad. It could be good. But I think, um, I think for my personal personality type, I like it because of control. It's like, I feel like when I'm up there, I am in control of what's happening and I just have to remember that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like, you know, you see something's not working, redirect. Like you ultimately, like that is whenever, however long you're up there, five minutes, 15 minutes, 45, that is your show. Right. So you treat it as such and it's just like, you control the crowd. So
0: yeah. Yeah. That's why I like stand up. The most because, yeah, I've done like acting and dance and I moved out here to do dance and all these things. And then I, I like stand up because like you control how much work you're putting into it and like what opportunities you get, you know, with mm-hmm. dance and acting. You have to audition for things and you have to, you know, y- y- the controls in other people's hands. So with stand up. It's just all you. Mm-hmm. And I like that a lot. Um, yeah. 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 When I moved here and was dancing here i was the best that i had been ever and uh, yeah yeah because <laughs> because you because you're in classes with people who are like so good or and the, like the teachers are like work with beyonce <laughs> like, right you're <laughs> like <you're laughs> i like, like, you gotta not eat shit but yeah when i moved i moved here to be a dancer and very quickly i was like i don't like the culture of dance at all I really like to dance mm-hmm. and it's something that I like to do just for fun and like take classes and stuff but I'm like I, I don't know something about I, I don't know just the culture of the people that do it and mm-hmm. I don't know I just was not a fan it's a culture and a lifestyle yeah
1: one that I know I didn't fit in <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah same so yeah no I, I understand that and again you have to really want it like you can't half want it.
0: I know, because there's so many people that want to be dancers, and there's really not that many dance jobs. I mean, like there are, but not not as not really. You know, mm-hmm.
1: it's a it's a different kind of thing. And even I think one of my big gripes is how dancers get treated right. um, on sets. Sometimes, a lot of times, uh, I feel like dancers get treated very much like background right and it's just this different kind of work it is more work than background which is why dancers don't get paid as background anymore because the idea of that even happening is right like, ah, you're me. like
0: you're not just sitting there pretending to eat at a cafe mm-hmm. like you're doing something that you've been trained
1: 20 years to do you know mm-hmm. like doing all this extra work and that's why like, i was very much with um, dance. I, I really agreed with, you know, with Dancers Alliance, unionizing. Like, I want that for dancers because I don't like seeing people being treated poorly or mm-hmm. like, again, like they're coming there to not necessarily be potted plants, but they're like, like they're props. They're not props. They yeah. are working professionals who put so much time and energy into their craft. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like treat them as such, treat them as people who are doing this every day for hours a day just to get better not yeah. even because it's work but literally just to be better i saw that but yeah i was just like ah, this ain't this ain't me yeah it wasn't me same <laughs> like yeah i think when i started turning down a lot of auditions like for my agency it kind of started becoming apparent to me i'm like I, I shouldn't be here i actually left my agency a few years ago my dance agency mm-hmm. um because i felt like i was wasting their time yeah I'm like they're sending me to this dance audition and i don't want to go yeah I'm like, i don't want to go to that <laughs> i'm like i don't even want to think of what i'm aware of to that like yeah. it was just the effort that i had when i came out here was gone because my focus was starting to change yeah. and I think as I've learned more about myself, my focus has changed a lot. Like I've realized I'm like, I like acting. I like writing. I like stand up, I mm-hmm. like even exploring the other side of the camera. So I could create, mm-hmm. um, cause I like control. Right. I yeah, feel <laughs> like I just, everything is mine. <laughs> everything is mine. I want to, I want a little bit more control in my life. So that's what I've been working on. Um, mm-hmm. just figuring out where I fit in this industry. Cause I think LA is hard. Um, And I think that it like everyone knows it, but you don't really know it until you're here. Mm -hmm. LA is hard, but it's doable. Yeah, if you stick around. You're right. Just stick around. I think that's the hard part, like staying. I still remember staying at it. Yeah, no, like I remember at my agency orientation, um, one of the um, partners came in and he was just like, "Give it three to five years." He was like, the first year is going to suck. And it did. He was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't book my first job until the end of my first year here. Yeah. Um, and he said, but give it three to five years. We'll give people time to know who you are.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and just stick around. And something I've noticed is the people who work are the people who stick around. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know. That's it. Alfred.
0: <laughs> I, oh, my God. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> What she's referencing to is we have a we have like an app that messages us constantly about, it's always the elevators on reservation.
1: <laughs> is that what that one was? No, it's about. Um,
0: the mimosas? The m- mamosas?
1: Not m- m- mamosas. Um, mamosas, whatever. Uh, it's about spectrum. Oh. They're going to be set up and they're going to be answering questions they're trying to sell us. Gotcha. <laughs> I
0: have spectrum. They suck.
1: I don't have Spectrum because they suck. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: I, wait, you can do a different one here?
1: AT&T Fiber. Oh, you can Oh, is this an ad? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, some buildings, I already had Spectrum, but my last building, you could only have Spectrum.
1: That That's was the only option. no fiber was uh, like I remember when I first moved in they were like yeah you can call this person for spectrum or this person for right AT&T and I said I'm going with AT&T simply because spectrum made me mad at my last apartment like it's kind of like little things that spectrum is so shitty it was it was the customer service it wasn't necessarily like like my internet was okay was I getting the best internet I could no and they weren't telling me that I couldn't call like you know whatever it was the customer service and the lack of care that I received from whoever I was on the phone with <laughs> um and then when i pointed it out i'm just like why are you billing me for a service that i don't have they were like well because you canceled at the beginning of the cycle so we built we don't prorate and i'm like well why didn't you just let that continue the
0: right then let me have, have it if it, i'm paying if i'm gonna it.
1: pay for it because i literally was one day in and i didn't know right like she's like oh yeah you're one like I-, I was like one or two days in yeah. and they billed me for the whole thing they were like yeah what you needed to do was call at the end of the cycle and we would have canceled it then i'm like so you I understand not prorating. I understand you charged me for it. But I don't understand no one telling me that that day. Right. And they were like, well, telling you would have been just a courtesy. What? Yeah. And I said, all right. Bet. And as soon as cause I knew I was moving soon anyway, so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to cancel my account on this day. And they're, and they're like, why am I? Like, because I'm moving. there. like, you don't want to move with your service. I said, no. You're like
0: from this conversation. No.
1: no. The fact that you telling me something about my bill, they're like, well, it's written on there. And I'm like in the fine print. Like, that's, like, some scammy type stuff. Y'all are yeah. a big enough company to not scam people. Because yeah. I would have just paid. Like, I would, again, I did not mind paying for it because I clearly paid for it. Yeah. But it would have just been nice to have a heads up.
0: Yeah, I've been told.
1: Yeah. yeah. But apparently giving people a heads up on their accounts is considered a courtesy at Spectrum. So, you know, <laughs> if you have options, I at least with AT&T, I haven't had any real problems. And I don't feel like anyone's tried to trick me. Cause oh I felt God. like a trick. <laughs> so <laughs> I might yeah. have to try out AT and T. I don't like Spectrum because
0: yeah, the customer service is shitty, and the internet's shitty. Like, too. <laughs> I have like the nice, you know, whatever. I don't know anything my internet. You know, I have the nice internet. It, it doesn't work worth shit. <laughs> I constantly have to like hotspot my phone and like.
1: I might have to switch, but that'll be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, or it might not be. It was actually they made it really easy. Like, they sent me a box, mm-hmm. and I did the self-setup, and basically just plugged everything in, and it worked. And I was like, oh. And you're
0: like, oh. We well, don't... Okay. <laughs>
1: okay. That was, that was a lot easier than I thought it would be. I didn't have to call nobody. No, I did had to come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just plugged it in, and they said, all right, you're good to go. And I said, all right. Cool. 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 <laughs> yeah, I think I talked to a man named Joel. <laughs> so Joel. Joel. <laughs> you're out there. Yeah. No, like, I think I have his number, too. Like, and his number is three two three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, call Joel for all your AT and T fiber needs. <laughs> Add. <Adam?
0: laughs> okay, that was a nice tangent.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Only people. I don't even think they have Spectrum everywhere. Like where I'm from,
1: like we have.
0: No, maybe I guess my parents do have.
1: Whatever Direct TV is. Direct TV is AT and I don't. think it partners with AT and T. yeah
0: Yeah. I don't know anyways that's that that's the end of the internet segment (laughs) yeah (laughs) um okay so then you you were kind of like oh I like other things I want to do other things Mm
1: -hmm. and I started doing other things and I'm happy with doing that um Mm -hmm. and I think I've really I'm starting to find my place here because again I'm still learning I'm still growing um and just even see, like, the little growth. I learned how to celebrate that because I look mm-hmm. at my life, like, periodically, and I'll, like, think, I'm like, this is all the stuff I said I wanted. didn't look like how I thought. All right. But I literally will have the things I want or the things that I've worked for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's motivated me to keep working. Mm-hmm. So
0: That's yeah. awesome. And then were you excited to, like, keep changing gears or was it kind of like a scary thing to be like oh I got this degree and I don't want to do that now I guess I'm gonna do this and then or were you just like yeah just go to go with the flow
1: um, a little bit of both. Like, yeah. it was scary. I think initially it was scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's kind of like if you, my life was always, like, kind of in some sort of flux or changing, and I just kind of got used to it. I'm like, things are going to change. Yeah, and You're like, that's even, life. Even if it sucks a little bit. I think at first, though, it was very, very scary because I was doing something completely different than I thought I was going to be doing. I was live, going to live a life completely different than I had imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of set myself up to be broke for a little while. Right. Um, whereas if I would have been an engineer, I would have very much been not broke. Right. You would have like, I want to own a house by now. Right. Like I would have had things, um, and even just moving out here, like that was, while it was a step that I always wanted to take, it was a big step. Mm-hmm. Um, so even doing that, like that was a little bit Scary at first, mm-hmm. um, but I'm happy I did it. Uh, yeah. I'm very happy about all the choices I've made, good and bad, because they've led me to this point right here. Right, and yeah. it's just like you know, got a like pretty nice apartment that's not super scary. <laughs> um, you know, scary apartments in LA are very much a thing. Yes, uh, some of these places are death traps. Oh, where they got roaches, bed bugs. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, mold.
1: <laughs> um yeah. all these things. So I'm like, I got an apartment with none of those things <laughs> and a washer and dryer. If you have a washer and dryer right now, like, I feel like you really live yeah. like, in. I tell people that I have washer and dryer, they're like, <gasps> Really? Yeah. And I'm like, and parking. Right. But they're always
0: like they're always like, oh,
1: big spender. All right. right. <laughs> but I'm just like, I uh I earned this. Yeah. <laughs> I earned this. I go to work. I have a I have a day job. Um because you know, well, night. Technically, I guess it's a night job, but sometimes it's sometimes during the day. It's day. <laughs> yeah, mostly at night. Um, but yeah, no. I'm like, I got job. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: What? Um, is there a reason why you chose L. A. instead of like New York or something?
1: I. Was between New York and L.A. I think I knew I wanted to do more TV and film, though. So Mm -hmm. L.A. made more sense. Yeah. But I always was like, yeah, I'll live in both. Mm -hmm. And now, like, in retrospect, if I was going to ever live in both, I needed to move to New York first. Right. um, Because it's cold. I don't like weather. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, like, I got to get the shitty part out of the way first right like i think i would have loved new york though because i actually Mm -hmm. really like new york visiting but i've never lived in new york uh, yeah. so maybe i would have hated living there i don't know
0: yeah um i always was yeah when i moved here i was like do i go to new york or here yeah i'm always kind of like but now i'm in this place where i'm like it took me so long to get the connections i have here in la and i finally feel settled after like five years (laughs) I'm like, I can't just, like, up and leave. It'll be a, a whole other, you know. It'll be bad. Well, not bad. But it might be bad for, like, a, a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My thing is, like, I, f- I just, if I'm going to move, I just think I need to be a bigger comic. I think, like, you can move and do that kind of stuff when people know who you are a little mm-hmm. bit more and not just, you know, at the low levels. Yeah. So, I'm like, maybe, you know, if I get some success, I'll go to New York. But maybe. yeah,
1: or I would go for a job if something booked me and we had to be in New York. I'm like, yeah, let's yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, but for now, I'm like, mm-mm. I, I, I did my start over, um, and it was to move here. Right. <laughs> um, and I like it here right now. Um, yeah. But if I'm ever at the point or when I'm at the point in my career where I can go other places and even maybe live somewhere else. I might. Yeah. Um, Because I also know that I'd be able to afford to fly back if I needed to. That's the big thing. I'm just like, can you get back Um, if you have to be back? And I mean, technically I could, but yeesh. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah i would i would like to be like by a coastal but that you need a lot of money to do that Mm -hmm. or at least just consistently working maybe someone to fly you back and forth you know
0: yes yes someone to fly you back and forth maybe a place to stay yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) i got friends so i always got places to stay it's funny like Mm -hmm. it's weird like any place that i or any city that i go to i feel like i know someone that's good so i'm like okay i'm doing pretty good i realized that when i was doing drumline live Like we would be in cities, and I'd be like, "Uh, "Can I get a ticket for tonight's show for my friend?" And this happened a lot. (laughs) Mm, So you got friends everywhere.
0: You you collected
1: them. I've 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 accumulated friends. I'm like, okay, I know someone here. And also when I was on tour, because I want to, I'd want to see the cities I was in. Mm -hmm. So I'd be like, okay, guys, we're in this city for four days, but we only have two shows. So I would leave. Like I wouldn't even stay in the hotel. I would leave and go stay with a friend and do a bunch of stuff and then come back. I would show up right. at the venue for the show. <laughs> and They're like, stuff. where'd you go?
0: You're like, you know, I'm just exploring St. Louis. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, pretty much. It was it was very much like that. And uh, me and uh, the tour manager were talking once. He's like, you know what? I like how independent you are. It's just like you say, give me a time, and you just literally show up at that time. I don't have to worry about whether or not you're going to make it to the hotel, or you're never asking me, where's the bus at? And right. I'm like, well, because I don't need the bus, because I know how to take the regular bus. Yeah. So it was like, you know, I I had that, I guess, I realized about myself. Cause I didn't think I was adventurous before, but now I look back, I'm like, maybe I'm a little adventurous, because you could put mm-hmm. me in a city, and I'd say, okay, how do I get from point A to point? B? Because there wasn't Uber. Right. This was back before Uber. So it was like, I learned how to take, you know, trains and buses. And yeah. <laughs> any public transportation I needed, or I knew how to get a ride, or I just knew how to get a regular old taxi. Right. Call a taxi. Funny. Call a taxi. Taxis were interesting. Do ta- they're still taxis
0: oh yeah they're all over la and i'm like who what are you who are you picking
1: up where are you going i really do wonder i'm like i just who's getting a taxi those are expensive i mean i, feel I like think ubers are almost maybe the same not. now yeah they're really they're starting to get taxi level expensive mm-hmm. so you might as well be better off taking a taxi yeah except there's no ta- is there a taxi app
0: i think there's some companies that have apps Oh, mm, taxi have, yeah. <laughs> trademark it <laughs> um, well thank you for being on going horse even though I didn't talk really um, thanks for being on do you want to plug your socials your show your stuff
1: oh yeah sure <laughs> uh, what do I want to plug do I have anything to plug right now I guess I do um, you're still doing that show right Oh, yeah. I have a couple, actually. (laughs) I have quite a few. Um, So uh, follow Stand Ups for a Cause on Instagram. We post all of our show information there. You could also follow me at Mickey L. Jackson, M-I-C-K-I, L. Jackson, and not like the letter. It's the letter L. Saying that was confusing. <laughs> Whatever, you got it. If <laughs> You type it in, you might see me. <laughs> um, uh, no, I'll
0: I'll post to your socials. Oh, okay,
1: that works too. too. Um, but yeah, stand up for cause. We have a few shows this summer. I'm also have a show at the Federal in a couple of weeks. But you know, I don't know if this will be up by then. This
0: will probably be up tomorrow or Tuesday.
1: Oh, that's fast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fast <laughs> um,
1: turnaround. But, I mean, I'd be hanging out at the Federal if y'all ever want to just pop into a show. Again, I'll post about all the shows on social media. So, you know. Yeah, that's all. I I have nothing. I ain't got nothing. I got those two things. <laughs> that, was enough. that was a lot of
0: things. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I was just like, I got my Instagram. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I got the other Instagram.
0: I only really promote Instagram. I'm like, I'm not you. I'm like, I'm not tw- I th- Twitter. I don't care about I Twitter. I have
1: a Twitter. I've been on Twitter since 2009. Damn, OG. I know it was back when people didn't tweet every day. Right. Like you had to make it was a concerted It was a big thing. Tweet. It was yeah. kind of like updating your status on Facebook.
0: Right. Right. You had to get on the computer
1: to do it. It wasn't an app. You did until they started coming out with apps. There was what's called Uber Twitter. Oh there was yeah. Twitter for iPhone. Twitter for BlackBerry. <laughs> oh <laughs> Twitter for yeah. Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they came out with an actual Twitter app eventually, like yeah. years later. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, thanks for being on. I'll see you, I'll see you around the pool. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. <laughs> All right.
0: Great. Thank you. No
1: problem.